Welcome to another episode of Fend for Yourself Friday. Today on the podcast, I have my longtime friend and former roommate, Steve, who's a special guest because he knows more about UND sports than anybody I know. And I'm going to meet Steve and a few other friends in Nashville today to get prepared for the UND versus Penn State hockey game. Steve and I discuss local Nashville sites, places to eat, our Airbnb, a little bit of Kirsten Dunst talk. Mostly, it's uh, just about mostly how we're excited to see each other. Before we get fully into the podcast about Nashville and our visit with Steve, I got Allie here to wish uh, somebody special happy birthday. We wish happy birthday to Allie. To your mother. Mom, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Patty. Go ahead and check your email as your birthday gift from us will be cleverly hidden inside your inbox. All right. Happy birthday, Mom. Happy birthday. See you guys on the other side. Okay, and welcome to another episode of Fend for Yourself Friday. This time I have my longtime friend and former roommate, Steve, on the line. Steve, are you there? I am. Oh, that's very exciting. How are you today? I'm doing well. Doing well. Can't complain. What is going on in the Grand Cities? A lot of grand things. Um, (laughs) But I would say uh, the grandest of them all is us all getting prepared to head to Nashville this weekend and um, taken a UND hockey game. Now, I haven't been to a UND hockey game. I, I think I counted since 2016, since we went and played in, in Nashville. And I say we because I paid enough in college tuition to call it a we. And you can call it a we because you work for the university, correct? I, I do. I do. I am an assistant professor in the PT department. So um, you would think I would get a discount to go to the games, um, but I really don't it's a 10 percent discount i think they should pay you i by this point i should be uh, yeah i should be getting a lot of accolades for how many und sports i've been to you've been to the most und sports or you're in the top two percent wouldn't you think i i don't know just because of you know there might be some people who just by age have that distinction in terms of number, if you're going to go percentage wise over the last, you know, 33 years, I would say I, I have to be in the top 5%. Because you go to the hockey games, you go to the men's basketball games, the women's basketball games, the football games. You take it all in, correct? I do. Yeah. I have season tickets to all four of those things. And um, occasionally, when the volleyball team was good, I was taking in quite a few volleyball games as well. College volleyball games are exciting. I have to say they are, they are fun to watch. They're so good. They are um, significantly better than I will ever be. They're not quite as good as I am at volleyball. That would be a very inaccurate statement (laughs) for a factual podcast. That's, that's correct. They are significantly better than I am. I also like when men are like, oh, we're better because they're women. No, you're not. No, there's some pretty dang good women's volleyball players. And I play against some of them in the tournaments that I go to. And they're incredible. 
And not only do they hit it hard, they're also way more accurate than I could ever dream of being. <laughs> I think I lift on 75% of my hits. Yeah, Gardner would have a heyday with you. He would call on <laughs> lift after lift. That's a little inside joke for you Dray- Draytonians listening in. <laughs> I-, I love that inside joke about, about high school volleyball. So this weekend we're going to Nashville and we're going to watch UND play a college that I guess is called Penn State. Is that correct? It's, it's a, new, a new one. I haven't heard much about it. Um, I'm not sure what to think about their university, if it's a good one or not. Hard to tell. Hard to tell. So they're playing at the Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, which is in downtown Nashville, which is one of America's uh, destination cities now, I would say. It really turn, is turning into that, I think. And it's really a highlight for a lot of bachelorette parties, is my understanding. So I, I am venturing to say that we'll run into, I, I'm going to say over five bachelorette parties on our trip. Oh, but... I would guarantee that. <laughs> so I, I don't know when you were there a couple years ago, right? Yeah. So Allie and I were there in late July, early August, maybe late, maybe late August. I'm not exactly sure. Um, Before the football season started for sure. But all you would see is bachelorette parties riding in some sort of party vehicle at all hours of the day. Like we were walking to a chicken spot at like 1.30 in the afternoon and there was... 17 women in the back of a trailer being pulled by a tractor down main roads in Nashville, like not exactly having the best time. I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) (laughs) It's um, yeah. I don't think I would be having the best time in that scenario either. Actually. It was, it was legitimately too early and way too hot for them to really be getting into it, but they were trying. Well, you got to try. And that's, you know, I think that's what our motto is for this weekend. We are all, um, I'm trying to think here, is everyone, no, not everyone, I lied. Uh, I would say 75% of our group is over 30. And so we just, we're going to have to try once it hits about midnight. No, I I make no promises about me staying out past midnight. Um, I fall asleep at the drop of a hat and midnight is about, as late as it can possibly go for this guy. But I encourage people to stay as late as they want to. I'm going to go for it. I I know you are. I don't like to miss out on things. I got FOMO and that's probably going to hit pretty hard um, at roughly about midnight when everybody is still up and, and going. So, so when you say everybody, who is coming from the grand cities? So we've got uh, from the Grand Cities, Jordan and Lauren, and Britt and Brandon, and then myself. So we got five from the Grand Cities. We've got then yourself and your wife, Allie, coming from Nova. And then we have one South Dakotan coming. Um, And that is my boyfriend, Aaron. And I am excited to meet Aaron. Aaron yeah. has a lot harder trip here too, doesn't he? He does. He is flying out of Sioux Falls and then has a three and a half hour layover in O'Hare. So, but 
I think, and I've only been to O'Hare once, but I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to find a good bar in O'Hare and saddle up for a good airport beer. So Aaron, I'm going to tell you this uh, from me to you. I know that there is a, I think it's Island. Goose Island. Goose Island. There's a Goose Island That's brewery it. set up in O'Hare Airport. Aaron, find a seat there and have a couple of beers to break up the trip. Yeah, I think his biggest worry was that because he is arriving roughly about three hours, maybe four hours later than we are, is that we were all going to be drunk by the time he got there. And initially, I assured him that that was not going to be the case. And now as it's gotten closer, I have had to retract that statement. And I'm going to say I'm, tr- I'm going to try not to be drunk by the time he gets there. So I think it's a, I think you can do it. I think I'll be able to do it. It just depends on, um, you know, if I want to get those Allegiant drinks or not. And, you know, if they start flowing pretty easily on the, on the airplane. So you guys are flying Allegiant from Fargo? That is correct. Directly to Nashville? Yes. That's kind of a dream flight. It is. It, you know, I would have preferred it to be out of GFK. Um, but because of the days that we were able to get out of Fargo, it just made more sense. You really, there's not much you can do um, against that. It it just sort of is what it is as far as arriving there. And it's only an hour from the Grand Cities to Fargo. That is correct. And so your boyfriend, Aaron, is flying from Sioux Falls to Chicago Chicago to Nashville. Yes. And he arrives at what time? I want to say it's like oh, like 5.30, something along those lines. That's not so bad. And I'll tell no. you what, I don't, I don't think Allie gets in until about 8 o'clock, actually. She has to work on Friday, so she's flying later than I am. Oh, okay. So she will be there later than he is. Um, so I, I promise that I will only, I will be enjoying myself to, to an appropriate level the entire time. Yeah. I'm so excited to meet Aaron, though. I think Allie and I are the ones who have not yet met Aaron. I believe you are correct. That is, that's right. He met everybody. He's been here, oh, maybe a half a dozen times. And over that period, he's met everyone that's going except you two. Well, I can say from both of us, we are very excited and can't wait to hear all about uh, his side of the relationship. That's... uh, I'll coach him up. <laughs> I promise. I'll only ask um, reasonable questions. They might not be relevant, but they will be reasonable. Mm, I like that. A lot of questions about the Corn Palace. That's oh. he really likes to talk about the Corn Palace. So. Does he? Does he actually? Because I do want to know a lot about the Corn Palace. Uh, I, you know, I asked a lot about the Corn Palace on our first date, and um, I think he had his fill of questions about the Corn Palace after after about three hours of meeting him that seems it that seems accurate i'll keep it to no more than three corn palace questions but i'm gonna hold them tight to the vest i like that and it's a good corn palace this year i'll say that i've i've seen it now a few times and i got some very interesting pictures on it it's a different corn palace every year the fact that the corn palace exists is just one of the most amazing things on the planet to me i like that it's just basically a gymnasium but you know that but you you put corn on the outside of it and it becomes a whole new a whole new thing a corn facade is a lot for a building it does so 
once we arrive, so what you guys get at what time? Uh, one thirty. Central Standard Time. Yes. So I'm actually arriving earlier than everybody. I'll be the first person there. I'll be on the ground in Nashville, 9.45 a.m. What are you going to do for four hours? So it's going to be interesting because I don't actually have – I'm gonna have I'm gonna have luggage with me because we can't get into the Airbnb. You said until three, correct? Yes. So you guys will arrive at one thirty, get an Uber, and probably take it directly to the to the area, correct? To to yes. the to. We're staying at what is called Luxury Stone Cottage at Five Points, and I'll tell you what it, it is luxurious and it's beautiful. I'm looking at it right now. I, I would say it's a, it was a real find. It's got four full bedrooms. Four full bathrooms, maybe three full bathrooms. I can't quite tell. But it is gorgeous. It's in a little HOA. And being a member of the Lansdowne on the Potomac HOA, um, I tolerate HOAs. Wouldn't say I love them, but I don't have to deal with the HOA there. So I'm excited about that. It means it's going to be very nice. So what I'll probably do is I'll probably Uber from the airport to, it's, it's called, it's in East, East Nashville, correct? Yes. Yeah, East Nashville, I, from my understanding on the internet, is that it's a very trendy, upcoming place. Well, I'm a very trendy and upcoming person, so it's perfect for me. <laughs> that's, that's, are we going to keep this podcast factual? or? Well, it's not, a, it's not a place to learn, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, I, I'm definitely, I'm decidedly not trendy. I'm wearing a shirt I got for free that my dog bit a hole in five years ago. And a pair of champion shorts that are just barely big enough to get over my thighs. And that's actually true. But that's not even a thigh joke. That's just these shorts aren't big enough. On trend. What, what I'm going to tell you I'm going to do, I'm looking at it right now. So we found out, and you didn't know this until I just Googled it. We're 0.4 miles from a place called Southern Grist Brewing Company. It I, opens at 11 a.m. Is it Southern Grist or did you say Southern Grits? Southern Grist, G-R-I-S-T. I have no idea what grist means, but it's extremely trendy. I'm looking at the photos right now. And if I was going to call it one thing, I would call it on trend. It's got... Well, I, love I, cut, an, I, I love a trendy... That's all right. I love a trendy place. And it's... Would you say it's a place that people are going to be able to take um, Instagram photos? Oh, it's not even a question. It's one of the most grammable locations in Nashville. Anybody who doubts that can go to my, my Instagram, at tbiggity, which is not my podcast Instagram, which is Fend for Yourself Friday. Uh, but my personal Instagram, I did, a, I did an Instagram influencer series when Allie and I came to the Garth Brooks concert. And I know all about instagramville places in nashville and this place is everything that you want it to be it's got metal and hardwood back bacteriers that's not called the bacteria they're called walls it's got chairs that look exceedingly uncomfortable basically it's it's a beautiful looking beautiful looking place does it have like a neon sign that says like like um smashville or maybe like 
like love Nashville. I don't know something along those lines that you can take yes. a picture by. Yes, in fact, it does. It's got a giant light up, yes. a light up sign, and in, in the East yep. Nashville, the the East Nashville tap room that uh, just says SGB, but the B looks like it's upside down to me. This seems like a place that I will be taking a picture. Oh, they've got beautiful couches that are that the back is just low enough to take care of the very smallest part of the small of your back. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm looking around and seeing nothing but power outlets, which means I'm going to be playing my computer game, Age of Empires, there uh, until you guys show up, which is going to keep me uh, be, uh, on my best behavior until everybody shows up. Oh, this place is so cute. The problem is I can't tell which one. So there's two locations. There's one in East Nashville and one in the place called The Nations, which means nothing to me. Shout out to the people who are naming locations in Nashville. You guys are putting in your time. The Nations. I'm going to start calling East Nashville the continent. <laughs> um, Southern, Grisp, Southern Grisp located in The Continent is also beautiful. It's smaller. It's not as beautiful as the nation's version, but uh, it's still got the right hours. I am definitely going to be relaxing there until you guys show up. So that's what I'm going to be doing, playing my computer game and waiting for you guys to show up at a location less than a mile, less than half a mile from our Airbnb. Great, great job by you on that one, Steve. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, let's get back to our weekend talk. So you guys get there at 1.30. We've talked yep. a little bit about, are we going to wait for Aaron to go to Hattie B's? Are we going to Hattie B's on Friday? Are we going there on Saturday? I am not sure. And um, to be honest, I had maybe like a passing recollection of Hattie B's, but it was not on my list of to-do things. But now that people have recommended it, I'm very excited to go. Like I told Jordy, I was basically licking my plate. It was so good. Not that I have to go back to the same place, but it's it's going to be extremely delicious. I would. I, the only time I was in Nashville was, like you said, two years ago, and surprisingly, um, it wasn't a hot uh, ticket item for gay volleyball players to attend. <laughs> so we did not make it to Hattie B's. <laughs> What was the what was the dinner the lunch spot of choice for you guys? Literally anything closest to the gay bar. <laughs> I mean, this all this all makes sense. So you know, it, you go to these tournaments, these volleyball tournaments, and it's not going to be a, a sightseeing tourist thing. You're going to see the local um, gay watering hole, and that's about it. And the most important thing is, did you have a good time? I had a, I had a great time. There's, you know, I had a, a, they're always fun. It's just that you're not going to get to see a whole lot of the city. So we went to a uh, a gay bar here in D.C. a few years ago to a, a drag yeah, show. We did. we did see a, a, a drag brunch. And it was an event. I would have called it an event. Yeah, I would have... I would have said that if, um, if like the, what would you call it? Like the FDA or food inspection <laughs> came in, that place would have been shut down. I've been to cleaner locations. That was, yeah. It, 
it made some locations in Grand Forks look like the Taj Mahal. They were so clean. Um, I still had a good time, though. That's the biggest thing. It, it was fun. I would go again. Um, I'm not sure I'd go back to that location again, but I would go to another one somewhere else for sure. Right. So w- when you guys arrived, one thing you and I talked about before is that we went on a uh, on a bachelor party with, with Brock and his brother um, to Red Lodge probably 10-ish years ago now. Yeah, that's about right. And we bought more alcohol than we could have drank in probably three full weeks. It was a bachelor party for four, and we bought for 40. And we're pretty reasonable people. So we, we, don't, we left a lot of stuff on the counter there. Yeah. It, it, we were really going to do a bachelor party. And what we found out is that we might not be traditional bachelor party people. And that skiing is hard. <laughs> well, if you have Brock on the show, he can talk about that no so we'll talk about brock skiing when brock's here but i will remember you and i were the more advanced of the four of us and i'll never forget i'm going down the the, it's a legitimate mountain at this point and all of a sudden i see a flash go past me and all i think is so glad i'm not hanging out with that guy and turns out it was you (laughs) i do on occasion will bomb a hill if i feel like i'm if i feel like i'm getting out of control I think the smartest thing to do at that point is just get to the bottom. And so I'm going to book it. Would, would you, do you still abide by that logic? I don't know if I abide by that logic because the last time I did it was in Breckenridge and I yard sailed it and hit my head pretty hard and I had to call it, an, uh, call it a day. Pretty sure I had a concussion, but on the bright side, I did get to drink beer at the lodge for the next like four hours where people finished up. That's a lot easier. Yeah. So, we, so we've committed to not overbuying, which I'm excited about. Right. Because we're all flying. Yes. It's going to be a lot easier. It just We're only a quarter mile from a, from a brewery where we can go and bring stuff back. So that's perfect. Mm-hmm. We, we also have to figure out how we're going to get around. Now, are you a Uber or a Lyft guy? Or does it doesn't matter. You just go by price. Whatever's cheapest. One thing about being in Virginia where we have, a, like, we have legitimate options for it, except for the time we went downtown uh, with Beth and Richard and we didn't have options and had to call our friend Mike to come pick us up because for some reason there was no Ubers or Lyfts that Thursday night. Um, I just go there as cheapest and I have them both on my phone ready to rock and roll or in Nashville to play country music. And whoever's going to be the more, most affordable is what we're going to do. Yeah, I would say that's what I do typically. Are you a what percentage tipper are you for these Ubers or Lyfts? Like if if we're in Virginia, I might give them like a dollar or two. Between three and five dollars. Because traffic in downtown Nashville is a legitimate nightmare. And I don't know too much about the traffic situation there. But I will say in terms of tipping, generally what happens is I forget that that tipping option comes up. And when I open it again, it's like a week later and it is asking (laughs) me if I still want to tip. And by that time I have lost the need to tip. Yeah. And and so I've like, I've just decided it's too late and I can't go back and tip. It would be more offensive to tip them now. Right. 
That's that I couldn't agree with more. What are we planning to wear this weekend? Do you have weekend outfits set up? I have. I just actually came from the sous shop right before this recording, and uh, I bought myself a cute outfit. So I'm ready to go for the game. I would like and, to hear about it. Um, it's going to be a black sweatshirt with a green hat, and then uh, paired with some light colored jeans and some um, Chuck sneakers. That's a that's a perfect hockey game outfit. Mm-hmm. Now, while you were there, you also got Allie and I the outfits we're gonna wear. You got I Allie did. a vest. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's called a vintage popcorn vest. For those people who know what that is, um, it's very soft, which I know is a big gripe of yours that girls always get softer clothes. It, it's a legitimate gripe, that's for sure. And I was able to pick you up a jacket. So this isn't a big part of my outfit. What color is my jacket? It is gray and black. That's perfect because I got a pair of green pants, like almost olive colored pants for my last my last Stitch Fix, which is a, a clothing company, not a sponsor, that sends you clothes to your house. And the first time I got a Stitch Fix, you have to like tell them what you want the clothes to be. And in the actual remarks, I put, if it's not comfortable, I'm sending it back. So have they, have they lived up to that promise? They really have. These pants I'm going to wear, not only are they a 36, my true size, no matter what is going on in my life, it's the only size for me, uh, that actually fit all the way width and length. I'm going to wear that with my jacket. I'm very excited because it's not going to be very nice there. No, it's, it's going to be... Um... It's going to be a bit like north. The weather I'm experiencing right now, cold and rainy. So, um, not what a lot of people were hoping for. I think we were all hoping for like 70 and sunshine, but a minor detail, I think, in the weekend. I'm looking forward to a rainy weekend. I'm all about the fall. And in Northern Virginia, the fall still is, it might just be arriving now at the end of October. So, I'm, I'm excited about that. We got lots of stuff to plan. So we'll take a quick break right now and and talk about the the plan for Saturday. Sounds good. So Saturday is going to be the the most exciting day of the weekend. Would you agree? Yes, by far. So do you have any big plans for Saturday? What are we, what are we planning on doing? When are we planning on arriving? What are we doing for breakfast? Those are all really good questions. I am not a planner. Um, I like that. So traditionally, it's more of like a general plan and then figure out the details when I get there. I will say that the guy that I'm dating now is very much a planner and that causes his great anxiety that things are not planned. For him, that things aren't planned out in detail. He's trying to get used to um, the fact that I'm just not going to necessarily be a planner, but it's... Uh, I'm also trying to go the other way and try to plan some things. So when Allie and I... Oh, go ahead. Finish, please. Well, I would say then in in regards to that, my my one and only plan is that I want to be down on Broadway by around two. That's a totally reasonable plan, I I think. Because two o'clock, don't don't correct me if I'm wrong, is the same time that our beloved uh, college football team plays, correct? 
you know, I have no idea. I didn't even think about that game just because I'm so worked up about this hockey game. But yes, it would be a big game for the football team as well. They need to win out basically, I think, to make the playoffs. Oh, okay. So it, it's Saturday the 30th at 3 p.m., which is 2 p.m. Central time. Uh, so that's exactly right. So we might have to find a place that will play the game in the background, but there's music going on as well. Because it turns out this might, people might not know this. I, breaking news. Nashville the musicians <laughs> you heard it here first folks you would say it's a, a must do well they're just impressive so like you go to these bars and you pay them 25 dollars to play whatever song you want them to play and they can pretty much play any song it's it's really quite impressive it's like dueling pianos but like really talented and not pianos. They're playing. And, there's playing drums and the the guitar and all sorts of stuff. Right. That's the only thing I could compare it to for around here, where you could do something like that. That's that's exactly that's exactly what it is. That, that's exactly what it is. Um, so I think we need to maybe find a a music bar that also has the football game on it. But if we miss the football game, I'll be fine. I'll certainly live. Will you live? I will. I will live. Um, I do remember, though, the first time we went to one of these events for uh, hockey was in 2015, I believe. Was that the year they went to New York? Yes. That's the first and, time I went to one, yes. Yeah. And at the same time, UND was hosting its first uh, Division One playoff game. That's right. And we were eating, and we had poor reception, I remember. So you couldn't really pull up the game on your phone and somebody said the score and we were ahead by like, I don't know, 20 points or something. It was the third quarter. And all of a sudden it was 45 minutes later. And somebody said, Oh, there's only like three minutes left and we're losing. And so it went from, you know, well, we won our football game to, Oh, we lost. I wasn't, I was not excited about that at all. No, luckily, I think the excitement of the hockey overtook that disappointment. Um, Definitely. But, but yeah, so this is a little different. It's just a regular season game, so probably yeah. not as important to catch. No, we miss it. We miss it. It is what it is. Well, one thing I want the people to know, that everything, I mean, people that are traveling with this specifically, um, that everything you and I decide on the podcast is what we're going to do, and there'll be, there'll be no movement or no leniency. That's correct. We yeah, are. This is a... This is a dictatorship. It's it's not a democracy. It's a cheerocracy. <laughs> Still one of my a favorite very, quotes. A very um, specific bring it on reference. Well, a very, one of the greatest movies probably ever made. I think we can all agree. It, it's, a, it's a pretty good movie. Um, would you say it's Kirsten, is it Kirsten, right? That's what she goes. Kirsten Dunst. Is it one of her best movies? Well, it's definitely or, one of Chris. Or events. is it? Or is it the best? Because it's one it. or the other. She's in an episode of Black Mirror. I didn't know that. This isn't a podcast about Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten, you're hijacking our podcast through your excellent acting. <laughs> the, the important thing is that what we decide goes. And I just looked it up. I didn't realize that we were so close to the Gaylord Opry Land Hotel. Did you realize how close we are to that, Steve? I didn't. And um, I have a feeling that there's 
that might be one of the places that UND fans got to choose if they booked through the Ralph. But it was a very expensive option. I'm all for spending money, but I'd much rather stay in the Airbnb we're in so we can all hang out together easily than at, at the yeah. Gaylord for, it was like s- several hundred dollars a night. Yeah, I'm, I'm pro Airbnb or VBRO. I don't yes. know if you have a preference on one of those, but um, I booked through Airbnb just because it w- had had more options. Yes. Compared Again. to a, a hotel, especially with a large group. Again, none of this is important or the answer. There's also a, a restaurant there called the Frothy Monkey that's pretty close to our hotel or our Airbnb. Uh, Allie and I had breakfast there last time we were there, and it's a 10 out of 10. Hmm. Might have to hit it up for a Sunday brunch. Sunday brunch. I couldn't agree with you more. All right. That's enough talk about our specific hotel or <laughs> the specific Kirsten Dunce related information. I've gotten us way off track if you're surprised. <laughs> When when we go to the game, do you have any game predictions? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's not gonna be high scoring. I think just because um, they're gonna be amped up, maybe a little nervous, and um, maybe some sloppy play right away. So, and that's for both teams. So I'm gonna go on the score prediction of three to one UND. I think that's a good prediction. Our our transfer goalie, what's his name again? Driscoll? Driscoll. He really played well last week when we played uh, Quinnipiac. Yeah, he had a very good game on Saturday. All right. Where are our seats at the game, Steve? They are um, upper deck. And I will say that was a bit of a snafu that I think caused us to be upper deck. And I think it was just some miscommunication between um, father-son. And I don't want to call out people, but I'm going to call out Jordy just a little bit. I think he, and I think it was just, it was innocent. He thought his dad was going to order the tickets and his dad thought that he was going to order the tickets off of their season ticket plan. So we only have tickets because of the Fergusons. So I really can't come from that hard, but we would have had better seats. I think if there was uh, better lines of communication. Jordy was Jordy actually has the highest listened to podcast, fifty-seven listens. Congratulations, Jordy! Wow, that is really good. I'm going to try to beat that. I don't think I'll come close, but um, yeah, I can't say anything more because he does hold my seat for the um, ticket here in town, so I can't lose that. Yeah, don't don't shake the boat there. We're we're just happy to go. We are, and I'm really not worried about the seats that much. Honestly, it's more about the experience and. Um, we're actually row B of the upper deck. So it's not like we're way up, um, you know, touching the ceiling. No, I, I can definitely, I can definitely manage that. Penn State's coach on calling UND nothing special in an interview. Nothing makes me happier than when coaches are honest. That's a, I think that's a bit of gamesmanship, but that's a bold statement. I mean, granted, they do have a ton of freshmen this year. So if he's just talking about like, you know, UND as a team in itself this year, you might be able to say that. But I don't know if you can say that about the program. I don't think he was talking. I think he's talking about the specific team. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. 
I think that they're well, Penn State's one of their their publications has going to be a neutral side game with a neutral crowd. Do you think that's true? Um, I I don't think so because I know that Penn State only got an allotment of like two thousand or three thousand seats for the game, and they didn't sell them all, and so they were released back to UND. So it'll be a decidedly partisan UND crowd. Yeah, I think they're estimating somewhere around like 16,000 UND fans there. It's going to, it caused a, not a disturbance, but people in New York noticed how many people were wearing green and white when we went to New York. I think it's going to be a green and white bonanza. It's going to be, it's going to be two things. It's going to be green and white and it's going to be squid game costumes. For Halloween? Yes. I I would say that. I would also venture to guess that um, there's going to be a lot of girls dressed up like Kim Kardashian at the Met Gala, how she was dressed in that black bodysuit. Oh. That, made, that made no sense at all. That seems to be a very trending Halloween costume I've seen online. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. So there, there might be some of that as well. I, I look forward to seeing all the costumes and I encourage people to have a great time. Although I don't think I'm going to partake in costumes. No, I don't think I will either. I can bring a costume. I did dress up last weekend was... for um, Aaron's birthday party. And I dressed up as a, a 70s um, person. But I don't know if I really want to wear that around in Nashville. About that party, I have to say, the balloons look spectacular, Steve. Thank you. I put a lot of effort into those balloons. And um, I traveled four and a half hours on back roads. So I wouldn't get picked up because the only visibility outside of my pickup was in front of me. And to my immediate left. Otherwise I could not see out the back or to the right because the rest of the pickup was filled with balloons. And Aaron's interior design looked beautiful. The house looks great. Yeah, it's a very nice place. I have to say he did a, he did a really nice job uh, of decorating of decorating in that house for sure. Is, is anybody else in our, in our group going to wear a costume? Are you aware of? I don't believe so. I, I asked that question and I got very strong no's. That's and, what I like to hear. Um, but I'll bring one just in case. But I, I'm 95% sure that I'm not wearing one. All right. So, so your prediction, Steve, was that UND is going to win three to one. Yes. I, I'm going to say we're going to win at uh, three to two. And there's going to be a lot of heart pounding action with them scoring uh, an extra attacker goal with like two minutes left. No, it's like a minute and a half left. And that's going to be a miserable last 90 seconds. We're going to win three to two. I'll take a win. That's all I want. It's just uh, a win. Winning team gets more pairwise points. Uh, uh, and that's what we want. <laughs> that's what you do want to win. We would like to win. It, 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 there's no, nobody gets any extra points for looking like the better team. It's just the score that matters. Yeah. I think it's going to be insane after the game. I think Nashville is going to be a disaster in a good way. Yeah, I think, and I will say that um, 
every place that UND has done for these travel games has been woefully underprepared. <laughs> Talk about that, please. Um, namely Las Vegas. And from my understanding was that um, they had contacted the hotel where the game was going to be held at their arena and said, we're going to do this pregame party, but you're going to need to have lots of beer because people drink a lot from North Dakota. And their response to that was, no, we, we get it. We're Vegas. We do events like this all the time. And I think they tried to say like, no, but you, it, that you don't have an event where it's all North Dakotans and they didn't listen. And within about an hour and a half of the pregame party starting, which was, about three hours before game time, they were wheeling out or trying to find beer within their hotel to wheel out to the pregame party because it had, everything had sold out. Is and they there... had really yeah. long lines, but... Nobody wants lines and nobody wants to run out of beer. Right. Is there a pre-party for the UND game? There is. And I believe it's at the Wild Horse. Does that ring a bell? I'm not sure if that's a bar or not, but there is a pregame party where they rented out um, the complete bar and it was supposed to hold 3000 people. And those tickets sold out within like a day. Could we just go there early? Like we, did, like we did in New York and just take somebody's spot and not move. I think that would be honestly a, a viable option. <laughs> I, I can't imagine how mad people were in New York. When they, we just didn't leave. Right. In our defense though, we were never asked to leave. That's true. So you think the most popular costume downtown is going to be Kim Kardashian? And have you seen Squid Game, Steve? I have not. And I honestly uh, only know what it's about from watching half of the Netflix preview. You basically got the gist of it. Um, I think we're going to see a, a, some Squid Game costumes. I don't think that Nashville is the place for it. I think people are trying too hard to be uh instagram worthy i'm not sure squid game costumes are the way to go there so it's going to be an interesting an interesting happening as far as nashville halloween costumes are concerned i'll be i'll be excited if i do see um some kim kardashian uh met gala looks though (laughs) i i I didn't know what you were talking about until you got extremely specific let's see (laughs) Uh, but now I know what you're saying, and that that will I will definitely get a kick out of that if somebody can pull that off appropriately. Right. So Sunday, Sunday's our our last day there. Basically, we all leave Monday morning. Are we ready for a Sunday fun day? It all depends on how I feel when I wake up. I think that really goes for the rest of the group. Um. I think for me, if if I appropriately pace myself and um, take Excedrin at just the optimum time, I'm going to be able to maybe do a Sunday fun day. See, I'm going to be very reasonable the entire weekend. I won't be going crazy at, at any point. Um, so I will be awake probably Sunday at 7 in the morning. Um, there's, there's a pretty good chance that Allie and I go for breakfast before anybody else moves in the house. That's yeah. That's, that's a non, there's a, that's a non 0% chance. That's yeah. No, you're, you, you will be the first one up. That's a given basically anytime. It's a point of pride. Actually. <laughs> we talked about maybe seeing the Guthrie on Sunday. 
Yes, I am excited to do a little bit of country music um, touring. And for people that know me well, they they do know I like a, a museum. And also uh, country music is, an old country music history is um, something I like to look into. So we'll definitely do the, the Guthrie and probably the Country Music Hall of Fame. Yes, that's the other thing that I was wanting to hit up. So those two are on my list, but I'm really open for anything else. Uh, I went to the Guthrie with Allie last time we were there. And I was like, I don't know why we're doing this. This looks kind of lame. I was completely wrong. It was a, really an eight out of 10. It was absolutely worth the price of admission. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Now, are, is anybody planning on going? Have you heard to the um, Parthenon? I don't even know if I know what that is. Isn't that the thing, the the runes, and they have a replica of it in Nashville? They sure do. I didn't know about this. Yeah. Um, it's a big tourist site there, but I think it's on the, maybe on the outskirts of the city. I'm not sure. Well, my Yahoo didn't help at all if that surprises anybody. <laughs> Stupid. Parthenon, Nashville. Oh, yeah, it is. So it is on. Pulling it out here. It's sort of on the other end of town. So it's on the edge of Interstate 440. It's probably a 35-minute Uber ride from our, from our hotel, our, our Airbnb. Yeah. I think I'm going to pass on that if somebody does want to go out there. But it's there. We're telling it for the people who are going. It's there. It's there. There's also the Gulch. Are we going to go to the Gulch? I have no idea what the Gulch is, but it almost sounds oh. dirty. It's 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 Nashville's like fashion district, and it's everything I wanted it to be. That's where the famous Nashville Wings are located. Oh, okay. It's a pretty famous tourist part of Nashville. Yeah. Did you not have to wait in line to get your picture taken next to the wings? So there was a line of probably legitimately eighty people. So what we did is just took a picture with the wings like 60 feet in the background. So we didn't wait in line at all. I just took a picture standing with the wings behind me and me blocking the person who was taking a picture. <laughs> it actually turned out great. It was the exact amount of time I was willing to stand in line to do it. Yeah. So good job by Allie on that one because she really nailed the idea that that was going to work. I mean, not to be outdone, but there is a Grand Forks wing mural downtown that you can also take pictures by. Take that, Nashville. Yeah, so you can pretty much do that anywhere. That's Yeah, those are, those are a thing I don't need to see again, but some of the uh, other folks in the trip might want to. Right. Um, I, I am excited for Sunday night. Vikings, Cowboys? Yeah, so that's one thing I would like to do is watch that game. It's a pretty important game and um, finding a, a bar maybe to watch like the first half of it would be fun. I, I am down. I am excited. Um, I, bet you Nashville, I bet you Nashville has a Vikings bar. They probably do. I would, I would guess that they do. So we could look that up and, and maybe take that in. 
do you think there'll be any trick-or-treaters that stop by our Airbnb? I hope not. It doesn't seem like the right move for parents. No, I've I've lived in my place, at, which is in a townhome association, and I've had zero trick-or-treaters in five years. So have we, which is sort of sad. Yet every year I do feel the need that I have to buy a bag of candy just in case I get that one kid. And if that one kid does ever decide to come to my place, they are getting a full bag of candy. They're welcome. They just don't show up. Right. You're welcome. And you'll get a lot of candy if you come to my place, but nobody's willing to make that, that trip. All, all right. Um, give anything else to talk about the weekend before I see you on Friday morning. I don't think so. I think, uh, I think it's going to be a fun weekend and um, it'll be win or lose. It'll still be fun, but it's always more fun if they win. Absolutely. And, uh, and yeah, other than that, um, we just hope that everybody makes, everybody makes a safe trip there and safe trip home. So for, for all the podcast fans um, that are going to Nashville, I know Vobonomics or Vobe is a, is a podcast fan or at least listens. Um, he's going to be in Nashville Thursday night. So I'm going to, I'm going to put this out there. The podcast Fend for yourself Friday. will be setting up shop at Southern Grist Brewing Company from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. So if anyone wants to come out and, and meet me that, I mean, already knows me from being alive with me beforehand. That's where I'm going to be from 11 to 3 o'clock till we can get into our Airbnb. And you will not have merch? There, there will be no merch. I will be selling no nothing. Okay. Um, more than likely, not even more than likely, it's a fact. I'm going to be playing uh, Age of Empires on my computer the entire time. But if somebody wants to come by and, and talk to me, well, I drink the appropriate amount of beers that I need to drink while I still feel comfortable sitting there, that's where I'm going to be at. Because it's just convenient. Yeah, and you would say it would be kind of almost the reverse. Like, if people want to come and and meet somebody that's that's famous, they kind of have to pay to do it. But you might actually buy them a beer if they come visit you during those times. Yes, that is correct. That is yeah. that is very likely. Yes, this is <laughs> this is not a paid event where you have to to pay to meet me. Not at all. No. This might actually be an event where you get paid. Um, I'll put it this way: I'll buy the first three people that come and visit uh, a beer there you go there you have it the first three listeners so that's a lot of beer that's like twelve dollars because nashville's got central time zone pricing do they they have cheap cheap alcohol no not downtown not at all okay um, it's extremely expensive it's like ten dollars for a bud light all right well i'll be hitting up the atm I think that's the ATM. All right, Steve, I appreciate you being on the podcast. I'd like to uh, wish my mom a happy birthday before we leave. Yes, happy birthday, Patty. Um, it's her birthday. I'm not going to give it away exactly, but during the during the week of the podcast, it's her birthday, so I want to make sure I acknowledge my mom on, on, her, on her birthday week. All right, I will see you on Friday afternoon, Steve. All right, sounds good. We'll see you there. Thanks for recording, Steve. I'll talk to you later. Oh, wait, are you going to fend for yourself on Friday? What are you going to eat? You don't even know. Oh, fend for, on Friday. What am I going to eat on Friday? Yeah, I, 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 I don't, just... I don't, I, you almost ruined the whole podcast. It was uh, almost over. 
Oh boy, what am I gonna have? Um, I'm hoping that we do the Hattie B's. I, I really hope so as well. I think Hattie B's is the answer to that. Yeah, I think that's what I I would like to do. Um, the, the, anything that won't make me sick, I guess. Nobody wants to start out the weekend sick. No lettuce for Steve. No lettuce. They don't have. They probably have lettuce there, but you don't need to order it. Right. That that's I think how we're both going to fend for ourselves on Friday is with, for me at least, an inappropriate amount of chicken. And will it be hot chicken? It'll be the appropriate level. There's no heroes here. Do they have sauces? There are sauces. Well, <laughs> I do love a sauce. <laughs> you do love a sauce. Well, one thing I'll tell folks is there are going to Hattie B's. You can also get beer in line at Hattie B's. So just keep that in mind. So you can wait in line. It takes it took us about thirty five minutes to get our food, but you can get beer that entire time. And that's great. Hattie B's is not a sponsor. Neither is Southern Grist. But Surpri- if they would, but but if they wanted to be, you wouldn't be opposed. If they would like to be, we will take their their yes, we will take their offers. <laughs> all right, that's all I've got for the weekend, Steve. For the week, Steve. Anything else you wanted to add? No, that's it. All right. I'm excited to see everybody. I'm excited to meet Brittany, and I'm excited to meet Aaron, and I'm excited to see all my friends from back home. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to another, I'm going to say, great episode of Fend for Yourself Friday. If you're in Nashville early, you'll find me at Southern Grist in East Nashville. Like I said before, the first three people who mentioned the podcast, uh, I'll buy them a beer. No more, no less. Finally, uh, I guess I just gave my mom the, or I guess we gave, Allie and I, and Steve too, gave my mom the best gift you can possibly imagine, which is a shout out on my podcast. So again, mom, happy birthday and enjoy your weekend. Thanks everybody. Bye. All right. Perfect. We nailed it. Best podcast ever. I don't know about that.